welcome to Unsolicited, the Jenny and Mary show, a podcast containing mostly intelligent thoughts on things that may or not may may not matter. Um, they matter to us. Anyway, I'm, <laughs> mostly. That's why it's unsolicited. <laughs> I'm Jenny Yule, and I'm Mary O'Regan. And we are friends. We met at uh, Nordstrom Corporate. We are both copywriters, and we're just going to talk at you for a little bit here. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Uh, so let's talk about. Let's just get right into it. Yeah. Well, we have three topics we were going to cover. Oh yes. Yeah. I should just to give you guys a little preview of what's coming. We were uh, going to talk about uh, something that having to do with the media that we consume. Then we were going to talk about um, internet addiction, and then we were going to talk about um, career, career, some career stuff. So let's start. Lady, lady specific career stuff. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Uh, okay. So media consumption. Yes. Something that most people do. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> how do you? Let's talk about how we feel when you find yourself consuming media, whether it's music, whether it's writing, whether it's just even following the trials and tribulations of someone who's been convicted of or alleged to, alleged to have some sort of uh, uh, deviance, whether it's, deviance, yeah, yes. whether it's like a sex offender or like a woman abuser or, yes. you know, anything like that. Like, is it, is it okay to listen to Michael Jackson's music? Or how do you... Is it okay to listen to R. Kelly? Is it okay to listen to... It? Who's the guy who beat up Rihanna? Uh, that's uh, Chris Brown. Lots of people still like Chris Brown. Uh, yeah, he actually does quite well. In fact, there's a couple songs of his that I really like, and when I listen to them, I'm, I'm like, I know that's Chris Brown. I don't like that I'm listening to Chris yeah. Brown. Chris Brown is not a nice guy. Yeah, there's Chris weirdness Brown that comes with that. Rihanna, and he... I'm sure she's not the first. Yeah. And she probably wasn't the last. And this this is a topic that actually comes up with my, my boyfriend and I often because he literally every single time that a Michael Jackson song or an R. Kelly song comes on, okay. and I will admit I sort of love their music because oh God, I love awesome. Michael Jackson. You know, it's so good. And um, he gives me shit for it every time. He's like, oh, you're listening to the Child Molester again? Awesome. You know, and I just... I don't know, you know, I feel weird about it. Like, because at the same time, while I'm listening to their music, I'm not really cognizant or aware of the fact that I'm listening to R. Kelly, who peed on a 13-year-old. Like, I'm not aware of that. Well, and, and so part of Aaliyah me... Aaliyah at 15. That's like, fucked up. Yeah, I married Aaliyah. That's insane. I forgot about that. She was 15, not She him. was totally insane. I believe he was in his 20s. Completely insane. Um, and I, I feel like maybe the fact that I'm not cognizant of that makes it kind of innocent because I'm just in, enjoying the music for the music's sake. And so there's nothing... There shouldn't be any an ethical thing there because it's just sound and I'm not thinking about anything behind it. Whereas if I was saying like... Who cares that Michael Jackson might have fucked Macaulay Culkin? Like, oh God. I don't care. You know, like, I never had that thought. Yeah, it could have happened. Right. We don't know. Yes. They were hanging out. You don't even know who Manuel Lewis is, do you? Uh, Lil Webster. Oh, Lil Webster. Yeah. Did yeah. they hang out? Oh, Michael hell yeah. In a. We should we should pause for a minute to say that I'm in my forties, so there are things <laughs> that I remember because Mary's in her thirties. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring up Emmanuel Lewis. So I mean, it, it all comes back now that you say Webster. I did used to watch that show. Which yes. show was he on? Webster. Webster. <laughs> he was all right, a, I'm outing myself he was, here. He was a titular character of the TV show called Webster. A titular yes. character. And uh, his his adopted parents were the Papadopoulouses. Whoa, is that their last name? Yeah. 
George and I forget her name. George Papadopoulos. It's fun to say. I bet right now you could sing the theme song to that show. Theme song to that show. I don't remember the really? Webster. No. That's amazing to me. It is. Actually, I'm a little shocked that I don't know the Webster yeah, one. that's kind of surprising. I was singing Chipped yesterday. <laughs> Happy hour. <laughs> I got a drink called the Eric. <laughs> well, see, I know I have to check it because I Uh-oh. think it's bum, 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 bum. But that might be something else. I'm going off on a tangent. Okay. All right. Anyway, so, okay, so when this came up with my boyfriend, he was talking, you know, giving me shit for listening to this music, and he was saying, like, would you watch the Cosby show now, knowing all the shit that's come out about Another Cosby? Thing that I mean, I no, loved. I totally wouldn't. I loved the Cosby like, show. I loved it too, but I will not. I mean, it was like horrified. There would now be by like that. a patina of shame watching yeah, it. Like so much wondering about shame. like yeah. interactions with like little Raven Simone. Totally. And, well, I mean, fucked up. He yeah. potentially was you know a predator of women. Right. Not yes. Girls. Hopefully, we don't know um, for sure. But but yeah. The thing, but the thing that I always bring up because my boyfriend loves to give me shit about this is I will say, oh, okay, um, aren't you a big fan of the NFL? Because I'm pretty sure like all football players are like a wife beaters, b straight up murderers, and also sex offenders, total rapists. Like there are tons of them. There's like a huge. There's like a website. I haven't looked at it, but I know it exists. Dedicated to just like all of the crimes of the professional football players. And he's like, yeah, you're right. You know what? I do watch them. And I openly acknowledge that there's an ethical dilemma in doing so. And so I have openly acknowledged that there's an ethical dilemma in me listening to R. Kelly. I also feel like there's, uh, if you want there to be, and I kind of understand people wanting this sort of out, but if you want there to be, there's there's not an explanation, but a reasoning behind some of this like you think about NFL players and you're like oh you know there, there's a propensity of people who are like yes abusers and murderers and or alleged murderers or you know Michael Vick uh, you know ran a dog fighting ring that kind of thing like Ugh. not a great not a great human who's Michael Vick uh, he's a believe a football player okay. I could really be embarrassing All myself right, right now yeah, but um, but you think about and I'm not using this as an excuse, or but you think about the fact that the NFL, and I watch football. Yeah. It's all about violence. And yeah. they go into this thing, and it's you, they're praised for being violent, and yeah. they're praised for taking people down on the field. Ugh. And most of the people who are going to make it to the NFL have been doing that since they were, like, pop warners, since they were, like, in seven-year-olds seven year in, like, little kid leagues. Yeah. And all through high school, it's all they've been told, like, you're a god. Take those people down. Totally. Tear them apart. So, I mean, it's, I'm not excusing it. I think that people should be punished for doing things like that. They're terrible things. But at the same time, you think, like, it's not entirely surprising that they would be confused sometimes and not... Same with the pop stars. They think they can do whatever they want. Michael Jackson grew up from, like, five years old thinking that he was just famous and could do whatever. I think that uh, that's, like, a a, the child star thing is a huge thing. Like, Michael Jackson is one, and, and she never you know, had, Britney Spears never had, you know, that kind of potentially, like, alleged, you know, child abuse thing, but, like, she, she broke, and I can't imagine, like, and Justin Bieber's going through, I think, something similar, where totally, you, you're told from a young age that you're fantastic, and you're surrounded by people who, who clearly want your money, and not necessarily your best interest, they want you to just, if in 10 years, a story broke about Justin Bieber beating the shit out of some woman, I would not be surprised. Nobody would be surprised. Oh. Which is kind of depressing, but nobody would be surprised. Oh my god, no way. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Totally. So, I mean, I feel like it's... I'm not saying it's right, and but I think it's easy sometimes to sort of 
assuage that like should I be should I be supporting because you I mean in a way you are you supporting, are supporting it yeah. and I love Michael Jackson yeah. I was like 10 years old when I got Thriller and I like had dreams about him where we were like best friends I still try to justify it and say like well he was never really convicted maybe he didn't really do it I have the same thoughts and yeah. it's at the same time and then I'm like well oh, that's terrible like yeah. you know there was from what I understand pretty overwhelming evidence uh, maybe not even evidence but a lot what it's kind of like when a lot of people are speaking up about something after a while you're like yeah. well it feels like maybe this isn't some kind of conspiracy Which is why there's like one. nobody out there that thinks that Bill Cosby didn't do it oh there God. are so many women it's like you can't even question that anymore no if you're somebody who says he didn't do it you're fucking crazy I feel like for a brief period I think Malcolm Jamal Warner who played one yeah. of his sons on the show was maybe a little bit like oh hold oh, yeah. up and, and the I lady now, who I think that isn't the lady who played his wife on his Felicia show Rashad. like his wife in real life or something no Felicia Rashad's married to oh, I think really? he's actually a former NFL player Ahmad Rashad oh. and he was on I think okay. ESPN for a but she like is still supporting him too I just a think lot of that's, people from that show are still like no he's innocent I, uh, I, I think when you're a predator like that, yeah. you know who to pull the wool over their eyes, yeah. and you're really good at making sure that they see a side of you that that the people who you are pre- predating is that the word when you're going after somebody they're your prey predating I don't know predatoring on I don't know. <laughs> stalking I'm stalking hurting. but yeah. the, they don't see that part of you yeah like I mean it's like and they can't they can't imagine I mean it. it's like murderers like yeah you know like. I mean, O.J. Simpson. Yeah. I mean, again, that was a that was an incline. Like he had a history of like violence. I'm sure he somehow made money off of that, though, right? Don't you think? Probably. Uh, Football I don't players. No. Well, he's in. Now he jail? is. But for unrelated. Oh, crime. Yeah, just for sort of continuing to do really just <laughs> yeah shit. making really great decisions. Yeah, good yeah. life choices. <laughs> um, yeah, I just and I. It's funny because I do feel bad about it, and but I still like. You know, our Kelly comes on, and I'm like, "Oh, you got it's a ignition, jam, right? Yeah." Man. And then you're like, "You're like, yeah, this is so oh, good." In the back of your mind, you're kind of like, "Ew, dude, ew." And and you know, I let it go. It's not even in the back of my mind. It's a fucked up thing. Like when I listen to Michael Jackson, I like don't even think about it. Right? I don't. I will say, I probably it's don't. In I don't such listen. a place in me that I don't. Even, it doesn't even come up, and that's why I feel like maybe it's okay because there's an innocence on my part that I'm not cognizantly, consciously, I should say. Um, thinking about that and so it doesn't give any credence to it but still I'm like there's money that's being made off of the royalty for whatever is probably yeah I don't know it's hard I mean when it's and he's dead I can't hurt him he's not gonna become poor no you know no he's not I mean like but what do you do then you just stop listening to Michael Jackson well he's dead so I don't feel that bad about it anymore because he has the ultimate consequence he's no longer alive but R. Kelly is still making money every time like I pretty sure I own Ignition, the remix from R. R. Kelly, that he probably got, like, a quarter of a cent from. Well, isn't it kind of like, I mean, in a way, it sort of goes into, like, so I was listening to Jeremiah yesterday, mm-hmm. and Jeremiah is pretty dirty, and pretty much everything he sings about is, like, yeah. you know, like, big old dick in your blood. <laughs> and, and I'm listening to it, and I'm kind of laughing, and I'm like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then I'm thinking also about, like, when we went dancing a couple yeah. weeks ago, and there was that guy that was dancing up on one of our yeah, friends. And, yeah. and he didn't quite understand that when she was like, okay, we're just dancing, that that's yeah. all. I'm, I, I don't know. Yeah. It just keeps like spawning this whole like. So true. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Maybe we've hit a dead end here. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> we're, no we're, we're going to keep listening to Michael yeah. Jackson and, and honestly, bad about it is what's going to happen. And, and honestly, knowing 
how common, sadly common this is in a lot of these fields. There are probably plenty of people that we're listening to that we don't even know. Or like are like total abusers. The whole thing was like Kesha and like her trying to get out of her contract. And that guy has probably produced a shitload of stuff that we listen to in love. He's worked with tons of people. In fact, people started coming out of the woodwork after she saying that he is doing that to them? Well, just that he's a creep. Uh, um, but after she wasn't released from her contract, but I did hear, I yeah. think that they're going to release him. They're not. Gonna oh, really? Oh, good. Dr. Oh, Go That's awesome. Um, okay. Okay. Now that we feel justifiably horrible about ourselves yes. every time we listen to, Love um, it. beat it. Yeah. Oh, should be it. Oh, got it. That's a good example. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I was about to say PYT, pretty young thing. I need to it's not funny. It's not funny. It's a little bit funny. Uh, it's a little funny. Um, okay, so let's... We, oh, we wanted to talk about internet addiction. Yes, that's a real thing. Big, big It's a real problem. thing, but it's not treated like a real thing. That's the thing. I, I feel like oh. it's almost... Like, or do you hear anybody who's getting treated for internet addiction? Because technically, yeah. we're all fucking addicted. If you think about what the definition of addiction is, it's an inability to stop doing something, basically, in the broadest sense. And I know so many people who can't seem to stop. They quit Facebook and they're back on a couple weeks later. Or they write in their blog about how they want to stop using their phone so much. And you go to dinner with them and they're on their phone like half the time. Like it's, we're, I don't know. Is it just part of the evolution of humanity that now this is just a part of us and it's no longer addiction because it's a part of us? Just like how eating and breathing isn't an addiction because we all have to do it. Like it's just this part of it Yeah, but you wouldn't die if you stopped using the internet. It's true. (laughs) I would would tend to think you would die if you stopped eating and breathing. Let's Let's try. try. Good point. Let's try. No reason. (laughs) I don't know. How do you feel about it? Do you feel addicted? Uh, well, I do have a hard time. I, I do have a hard time not checking my phone. I do have a hard time not checking Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, so sort of like the definition of addiction, right? You, you get a reward for doing something, right? So feels good. Feels good. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you post something on Facebook and it gets like 30 likes and you're like, (sighs) validation. People like me, you know, or on Instagram or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's definitely a little bit of a drug. Yeah. Um, Well, that's why Facebook it's, I don't know if it, I'm sure it wasn't created specifically to be this, like, social drug, but it has turned into that because it has, it is hitting all of the most perfect possible attributes that it needs to get people hooked on it. For example, giving everybody the ability to have exactly the amount of social socialization that they feel like having right at that moment. You can pop into Facebook participated in a bunch of discussions and pop out and feel like you just hung out with your friends or you can lurk and you can just look at like your ex's pages and you can just like read certain people and nobody has to know and then you peace out or you can hit up make new friends and hit up new people if you're feeling like that like there's just so much in there for people to get that little fix off of and you can control the amounts and it's just all it's so perfect and you really hit at that what people need. You don't ever, you don't necessarily have to, and I 
tend to hate this phrase, but you don't have to go outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, um, you don't want to. Whereas when you're actually around people, you yeah. might have to. You might have yeah. to confront someone, not confront someone, but have to deal with a conversation that you're not that interested yeah. in and figure out a way to extricate yourself out of it totally. without being rude to somebody. The other thing that I think people really love about the internet, particularly things like Twitter, mm-hmm. um, are its ability, its ability, your ability to do things anonymously without yeah. consequence. So, so major. Leaving comments yeah, everywhere. The comments. On the New York Times or whatever it may be. Our friend Laura, I'm well, always like, don't read the comments because yeah. she's like, oh, I'm infuriating. I kind of love reading comments too. Like, on, they just oh, make me man. sad. They make yeah. me sad. I mean, they they make me angry sometimes, but most of the time they just make me sad because I'm just like, why would you think that this is the okay yeah. place for you to? First of all, I'm sad that you even have this horrible right. thought. <laughs> um, but why would you think that this is the place that you can do this? Like, well, have some balls. Like, if you're going to be like ugh. this, be like this in real life and deal with the potential consequences totally. of people being like, you're a bad person for this reason, <laughs> you know? Like, don't just be, like, anonymous, like, yeah. you know, we flaming, trolling, whatever. somebody like Mark Zuckerberg to create, like, angels of the internet that just float out and, like, shame all of the, like, negative commenters and people who are just saying mean things because yeah, they're anonymous. Then Facebook would suffer a huge... Right, exactly. It wouldn't be Mark Zuckerberg. Maybe it needs to be somebody else, but... The, I think the other problem is... Or like that guy that creates fake uh, brand accounts. So he creates fake um, customer service accounts. He did it for Target. Oh. He did it for maybe... That's a ballsy move. Downy or a steel like brand. for that. Oh, yeah. So what he did was he totally created these fake accounts, and then it's usually companies that have done most... <laughs> surprise, surprise. Mostly, like, same-sex marriage, um, like promote not promoting mm. but supporting like a commercial with a same-sex couple right. and then people write into the brand on facebook like you're terrible la, da, da, jesus hates you and then <laughs> he uh, assumes this guise of like a fake customer service account for the brand yeah. and then he just responds to them <laughs> he's just like oh we're so sorry that you didn't appreciate the commercial but we just want you to know we think you're a huge dick like <laughs> People think it's real, and they're like, oh, I will I never that. shop at Target again. And he's kind of like, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Which, I that's mean, so brilliant. It's brilliant, brilliant. and it's, yeah. Wow. I, but that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also when the motivation that somebody has to leave a comment is always going to be strong. So it's always either going to be, oh, my God, I hate this so much. I'm leaving a comment telling everybody how much I hate this. Or I love this so much. I'm leaving everybody a comment saying how much I agree with whatever has been yeah. like, posted. There's very, very rarely anybody who's just like, yeah, this is cool, whatevs. And then that's their comment. <laughs> and that's probably the majority of people that are reading the thing. That's true. That's true. You're, getting, like, you're not getting any of that. You're only getting the extremes because that's what motivates somebody to leave a comment. Having I mean, an extreme I, view on it. I hope it's the extremes. Or maybe yeah. it's just people that... Oh. People that feel that they're hilariously as we're doing a podcast called Unsolicited. But right. People that feel like their voice needs to be heard. Yeah. You know? And that, yeah, that is, I mean, that's part of the addiction too, is everybody feeling like they have a platform. And so there's an addiction to the feeling of importance and an addiction to expressing the feeling yourself. of expressing yourself and feeling included and feeling like you have something to offer other people. And I don't know, there's just, it's very layered. So. Especially if you feel potentially like disenfranchised in your life like say you have like a life that you're not super stoked on and then you go home and you're like I'm just gonna comment on a million articles today Mm -hmm. because I feel really strongly about it and Mm -hmm. and you go to bed feeling like you've done something like Mm -hmm. that you haven't been able to do in your daily life Mm -hmm. so yeah I I, do you think that you're addicted to Facebook do you feel like uh yeah I mean so I haven't, I've been unemployed like the last few months mm-hmm. and it's definitely the, the two things that I'm on and 
it's funny because like at first I was like I'm gonna like binge on Netflix and da 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 and after yeah. a while I was like well that's not super fun and I'm yeah. trying not to spend money so I'm not yeah. really like, going out too much and, mm-hmm. and it's been winter in Seattle and mm-hmm. so I haven't really been outside mm-hmm. but um but yeah like I'll be in my Gmail account which I don't know what I'm waiting for in there mm-hmm. and then I'll be on Facebook and yeah. it's so easy because you know you have like what like 600 friends Right. Not yeah. ragging. Friends, quote unquote. Not ragging. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I will say, though, I think I have less than probably 15, I, I might be being generous here, 15 people that I've never actually met or had a conversation with as That's friends impressive. on Facebook. I actually don't find a big number of something that I'm interested in having. I go through regularly and call and, like, drop people that I don't no longer remember who they are or that I just am not interested or that are annoying and posting too much or whatever it may be and because I am all about curating that list I only want to see the stuff that's from people that are the most I don't know interesting and well especially too like now that they have all the sort of like algorithms yes Ugh. the ways that they, they, they filter the the posts and stuff like that yeah. so you could be missing it. stuff that you yeah i don't like it either and i don't I like that it. they're doing that on instagram and how, aren't they getting I, I haven't heard from anybody who likes it aren't they getting feedback up the wazoo that everybody hates it why is this still happening i don't know nobody likes it everybody just wants to see all the things and then they can like hide from there or whatever they know maybe. you're not gonna leave oh it's so <laughs> annoying like there are certain people that i have found out are making all of these posts like updates on Facebook that I never see and I find out later like and I'm like why don't I see that I like you why am I not seeing that and it's because fucking Facebook has decided somehow that I was not interested in such and such person when really I totally want to see that shit and I'm sure there are hundreds of other examples and instead I see the same fucking 14 people over and over again it's ugh I'm over it (laughs) but anyway so yeah we're probably all addicted um so I want to show you the thing that I'm addicted to lately. Yeah, tell me. Okay, hold on. Is it the cat thing? Yeah. Jenny has this, what is it? It's an app. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Yeah, it's a game. It's called... Japanese? Me- uh, I believe so, yeah. Uh, so our friend Shayna is uh-huh. the one that turned me on to it. She was like, you need to do this thing, this little game. Um, Are you addicted? Are you hooked? Yeah, I'm addicted. Oh my god, amazing. I'm definitely addicted. It's only been like two weeks or something, It doesn't right? matter. I love that. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, and... Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. I didn't have enough memory on my phone at the time, so I deleted a bunch of apps. Just to get this one. Yeah. I love so that. anyway. Here, I'll let you. Let's tell the people what it is. It's called Nikotsume. Nikotsume? I'm sure people have heard of it. Okay. Meow loading. Meow loading. Oh my god, a cat ass. Listen to this. Did you hear that? Yeah. I hear that in my sleep now. <laughs> Sometimes I hear it when the phone is off and I know the phone's off, but I think I hear it anyway. Oh, I got a memento. Just one second. Oh my god. So, for those who don't know, it is a cartoon cat sanctuary, I guess? So you have a yard, and uh, you it's really simple. So if anybody's ever played uh, Nintendogs on the Nintendo DS, which (laughs) I did have, this is way less complicated. So Nintendogs, you got a couple dogs, you had to feed them, walk them, wash them, play with them. like Kind of like a Tamagotchi, but on the DS. Was this Nintendogs back in the day? Oh, it would have been like... The 90s? Mid-2000s. Oh, okay. Probably. Okay. Until like 2000s. Got it. Right? Yeah. Never heard of it, but okay. Um, so, so yeah, like, and if you didn't, they'd, you'd come back and they'd have fleas and they'd be sad. And <laughs> this is much less intensive. Okay. Um, like, it, almost like having a cat. Yeah. Know, unless it's my cats. Um, <laughs> so, you just, you just have these, you, you get these, like, fish. Mm-hmm. Silverfish, not the silverfish that we hate. Yes. But uh, actual 
fish, like sardines yes. and goldfish. Um, and the cats that come visit your yard, they mm-hmm. leave you fish after they've been hanging out in your yard. And mm-hmm. the way that you get them to hang out is you put out food, which mm-hmm. you can buy with the fish. Mm-hmm. You put out goodies like pillows and like play toys and everything, which you buy with the fish. Mm-hmm. And then it's basically just collecting cats. So when they come and visit, you can take little snapshots, which you put in their cat albums. And then it says that they came to visit. And if they visit a bunch of times, they might leave you a memento. I just got wow. something from Socks that I didn't really pay Socks. attention to. Um, and there's regular cats and then there's rare cats Ooh. rare cats are harder to get and sometimes they bring you more stuff have you gotten um, any rare cats i have gotten uh, uh <laughs> joe dimaggio joe dimaggio and um circe's came by and uh ramsey's and you have to Aww. sometimes have like special things like ramsey's really likes this pyramid and you need to know these things how do you know them uh, do you read message boards about this possible show? yeah I've been, oh my lord it's possible i've been going wow. on some message boards okay. and also i belong to a group that's called on facebook that's called all day long i dream about nikotsume ah and you are dreaming about it already yeah and wow let me tell you how frequently we post in that group there has to be a post like every i don't know 30 minutes in there wow people posting about have you posted oh yeah oh jenny <laughs> you are in it deep i know so that's my current obsession wow um, what's it, it called again niko atsume i'm okay. probably mispronouncing it okay it might be neko atsume okay um yeah so when we talk about internet addiction <laughs> yeah i previously probably spent a lot more time on Instagram. Mm. Um, I still spend a fair amount of time on Facebook, but since have really shifted to this, Mikatsume, and also Snapchat, which is something that Mm. I like to spend Mm -hmm. a fair amount of time on. Mm -hmm. Although I feel bad for anybody that follows me because usually it's just me putting those face filters on. Yeah. And that's it. I don't, I know we were going to hold off on a Snapchat talk till later, but I don't get Snapchat because I don't, I'm not getting the validation that's making me hooked to it. I've been trying to use it, and I've been uploading these little videos and pictures and stuff. Just they, I just kind of feel like I'm throwing them out into nowhereness, and it's not like there are, are any likes or views or anything that you can see that anybody cares. You can or... see who you can see who viewed. You can. Yeah, I'll show you later. Okay. There's a there's a way to see who's who at least looked at your stuff. But I mean, I mean, even still, they're not like doing anything with it. They find it funny. Like I just feel like I'm getting nothing out of it. I'm still. I would still consider myself to be relatively new. I really haven't, like, dug into how... Because I know you can get, like, little... Depending on how many people have viewed your snaps, yeah. you get, like, little trophies. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of followers, but I also don't follow a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I got The filters are... <laughs> sound like such a dork. I really like the filters. They're super fun. Yeah, the filters are good. These filters are fun. And yeah. that's probably what got me really involved in it at mm-hmm. first. Like, I kind of dabbled a little bit. Mm-hmm. And since then, since the filters, I've been more into it. Totally. Um, but I think potentially, like, it's an interesting exercise for, and not to be, like, too, like, work-speaky, mm-hmm. but for brands. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah. If you do it right, it's a cool way to show, you know, an ephemeral sort of, like, Hey, you're gonna see this because you're seeing it right now, and it's gonna be gone in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, to to another way to like amass followers and have people like see what you want them to see versus mm-hmm. like Instagram, which is there for mm-hmm. potentially forever. Yeah. And Facebook, which Facebook and Twitter, I feel like more and more for brands there, especially for like complaining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done it on Twitter. I've embarrassingly 
tweeted at like a brand before, like I can't figure out how to navigate your shopping portal. <laughs> I and then I've later, done that too. and then later I realized it was because I had too much fucking wine and I was like <laughs> missed a step. It should have been very obvious <laughs> oh to my drug God. ass. But Amazing. Yeah. I love that. Like, oh, Does they write you back? Yeah. Oh, totally. Good. They tweeted back. They were really nice. And then later I was just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> People need help. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. especially if they've had a lot of wine. It's true. It's true. <laughs> okay, let's talk about our last topic. Okay. Okay. Um, which is period menstruation related. <laughs> yes. In case somebody didn't know what periods were, I thought we were talking about punctuation. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, and specifically the topic of whether it is cool or common or what we think about when people are calling in sick or needing to work from home um, for their full-time job because they have their period, which is something that happens every month. It's true. So... So what do you think? Well, there's a company in the UK okay. that, um, I, memory serves, a large percentage of the staff is female, okay. but they instituted a policy where they they don't encourage women to take time off when they're menstruating, but they recognize that for some people it is an incredibly painful time mm-hmm. of the month, and so they're not against it. Yeah. Um, and I was reading an article um, earlier today about it. Uh, I mean... For me specifically, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. I definitely probably don't want to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some people, it is incredibly painful. Like, yeah. stabbing pains. Yeah. I've heard, like, this article I read, they talked to a woman who had endometriosis, and yeah. she was saying that it's almost like being in labor. It's so Jesus. bad. Yeah. And I was, like, thinking to myself, well, if you're in labor, I mean, and I've never had kids. Right. So. But the odds are good if you're mid labor, you're probably not going to be at work. Right. I mean, I hope you don't. Probably have to be. not. I truly don't hope you have well, to. Well, not only that, but some women also on certain days of their period are bleeding through everything. That's another like, thing. Like they heavy flow. They have to like change it out every like hour, and it's just like really, you want to go to work and like potentially have some sort of sad accident, imagine, yeah, emergency. Which, let me tell yeah. you from high school experiences, accidents are not fun. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Poor baby Jenny. I know. It's um I feel lucky because I have the kind of period where I can just kind of take a bunch of ibuprofen and be good. Um, and, like, it doesn't really affect my day. But I definitely know people who they just, they have to be on the pill, for example, even if they're not trying, you know, even if there's no other reason. Yeah. But solely for the reason of controlling the pain and the enormity of the period. And I don't know. I mean... It, it probably the reason that it, there is even a question or that we're even having this conversation is because men are the ones who are making the rules and this isn't something that they've had to experience and they don't know what it's like and they probably think it's silly and especially the fact that some women it's no big deal to them they're like why isn't it no big deal to everybody right yeah you know i it's i can appreciate why it's frustrating or why it's confusing to men and also to women who don't have problematic periods. Mm-hmm. I can see why they would be like, well, why does she get to stay home and I don't? Yeah. But when you really think about it in terms of, and this was part of the article that I read, if it's actually a medical condition, which, I mean, at that point, I don't know, do you get like a doctor's note? I don't know. But if it's something like, you know, you have endometriosis or you know, it's relatable to another medical condition. Mm-hmm. Like say somebody has, I mean, not to bring it back to like, gross stuff but like say somebody has like IBS yeah or something where you're like guess what I could shit my pants at any minute oh god that would right suck. that's a horrifying yeah. feeling not only because of what's physically happening to you but the stress and the trauma and yeah. the anxiety Ugh. I mean it 
so I kind of, in my mind, I'm like, I don't think there's a problem with women taking time off. And I mm -hmm. would hope that that most people wouldn't abuse that privilege. I mean, yeah. you're always going to have people who are going to abuse yeah. the privileges of, mm -hmm. you know, taking time off, that kind of thing. But I, I, I feel like it's unfair to expect women not to be like, look, I'm having a really difficult period this yeah. month, you know, can I stay here for a couple of days and work from home? Mm -hmm. I'll call into meetings mm -hmm. or can I just take a few hours off? You know what I mean? Like, and then mm -hmm. come in later. I, I don't know. I feel it. I'm still like mulling it over and I completely understand the, the argument against it, but I just feel like, yeah, I think it really is what you said just comes down to if people are abusing it and using it as an excuse, you know, there are always the people who's, their grandmother is dying for the third time? Really? Wow. Okay. You're always going to hurt those people. You know, and it sucks that those people kind of ruin it for everybody else. But at the same time, if somebody's in excruciating pain and can't come into work, like, they don't even need to tell you why. And if it happens every month and you put it together that it's probably their period, like, that's just you putting it together on your own. But legally, as a, as a boss, you are not allowed to ask them what's wrong with them. That's true. Or why they're sick. Or even if they are sick, you can just, you can call in and you're within your legal rights to just say, I need to take a sick day today. Yeah. And not say anything else. I just think it's such a, it's such a bummer, you know, when we talk about like, like women in the workplace and how, you know, like potentially women make less and mm -hmm. just the fact that you have to deny a, an integral part of being mm -hmm. a woman yeah. just so that you can basically pretend you're not a woman yeah it it bums me out that you can't be like i'm having an especially difficult period mm -hmm. today and i need to stay home right yeah uh, it it just kind of like i know like, like there's a neon sign in my head right now it's like patriarchy patriarchy <laughs> <laughs> that sign is often just, flashing yeah yeah because <laughs> that... like, it is it's and i don't i'm not yeah. blaming men totally. per se it's that sort of like overarching like because men, I mean, sorry, Beyonce, but because men generally rule the world, uh -huh. um, they're kind of like, period. Right. Well, that's what a big that? deal. What? Yeah, yeah, they just bleed a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I actually explained to um, someone the other day. Um, a guy. A guy. I think it was our, I seem to recall it was our very good friend, Adam. Ooh. About um, uh, having my period. And he, I was like, what yeah. What do you need to explain to you? You're well, like, no. I'm shedding my uterine lining. Well, so that's, I mean, he, I think he knew. Well, he, yeah. you know what? He, I'm sure, I'm sure he knows. I don't yeah. think it's really anything that he thinks about, which, because mm -hmm. why would he? He's a man. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mm -hmm. need to. Um, but I was like, oh, I'm just like having cramps. And I, I don't think he asked me why, but it was sort of like this, oh, well, kind of like what, you know? And I was like, it's because, and like, I did this like hand gesture of like, you know, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, my uterus right now, the muscles in it are like, get out, get out. <laughs> And I'm like, and all the stuff that it was creating for that baby that I'm never going to have. It's like, get out, you're never having a baby. And I'm like, shoving it up. And he was kind of like, ugh. I'm like, and that is why maybe, like, people need to take a couple days off. Right? It's not it's fun. Sort of a lot going it's, on. It's a lot going on. And yeah. It's, if you are at all anemic, it can be incredibly. Yeah, that's true. Not to use this word. It can be draining. Yeah, um, you can, like, faint and shit. You can faint. I've known people that have. Uh, had vomiting. Yeah, some people puke every time they get their yep. period. Um, and it really suck. And the other thing, and again, this is a little bit gross, but my my aunt is a, a, a nurse. Mm -hmm. She's an emergency room nurse. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that happens is your so as your uterine muscles and everything are like 
doing like a crazy mamba and getting in yeah. your <laughs> It's really close to um, the area of your body that controls uh, bowel movements. Ooh. So you can also potentially have more of that happening yeah. um, at the same time. So yeah. basically you're just like, think about like, the, you know, when you don't feel great, you know, mm-hmm. like things are happening. The worst. The downtown rumble like the you're downtown like, rumble <laughs> that should be your code word to your boss when you call in me uh, i'm just having the downtown rumble Actually, again uh, i'm not gonna be able to come in for a couple well, days i do have a few code words for that uh, <laughs> one of my friends from like 10 years ago at another job we called it rumble in the bronx oh nice which, i don't even know if the bronx is downtown i don't think it is no it's not it's up but um <laughs> but yeah so uh but yeah i i don't know it just bums me out that we can't be more open yeah, about it and that women know. have to not say anything, you know, totally. or, or... I don't even think that there's, like, a male version of this at all, is there? There's not really something that happens to get... I mean, I guess if you're older and you need to get your colonoscopy or something, but even when are, women are doing that, too, you know? <laughs> there's a lot of things... I know there's a lot of things that men deal with, but when you think about all the things that potentially women deal with, I'm kind of like, come on. Yeah, and I was even going to add on to that, that, like, beyond the period, it's also has to do with when you're a parent and you have your regular like kid shit you got to deal with your kid is sick they get sick all the time or like they need to come home from school early for whatever reason or just having to take care of all that also is something that women most often have to deal with and it really depends on if you have the kind of employer that's going to be cool with it or not and i will say i mean i know it's not fair but i have you know worked at places with people that have children and there have been those moments where i'm sort of like really you leaving at four again yeah I know. Is that fair? I, I don't know. know. You yeah. know? It, it's like, I don't know if it's fair. Yeah. Uh, maybe it boils back down to, like, if people are abusing things. But how do you know? Like, your kid could it's get true. sick. Like, it's true. And it's not like they're leaving at four to go, like, have a drink in the park or you something. Hope. You know? <laughs> yeah, you hope. For sure. <laughs> it's bad parenting. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Maybe it's good parenting. I don't know. <laughs> it feels like something somebody French would do. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I don't know. I think that's also part of the reason that so many more workplaces modern workplaces are moving in the direction of just having like freedom and flex time in no, the you know, day-to-day life of an employee and it's not so much expected that you're just like at your desk at certain times a day and it's more just like expected that you get your work done and where you're doing it or how you're doing it is kind of your own prerogative and you're just like left to take care of yourself and there have been endless studies saying that this really improves the happiness of employees totally. I haven't seen any studies actually that say that it doesn't and yet so many companies are really hesitant to adapt it. I think they're just afraid of being taken advantage of. Which I think so too. I mean, you there has to be there have to be things that you can put into place to make sure that that doesn't happen or that there's repercussions. Because mm-hmm. that's the other thing. I feel like so many companies are nervous about um, people being litigious mm-hmm. or suing for, you know, being unfairly terminated, which is a huge issue too. Yeah, for but sure. But that there it takes them ever to get rid of employees who truly are not adding anything to the uh, the organization because yeah. mm-hmm. I've worked with some of those people and yeah. they yeah it, it right. either took a long time or it just never happened and they just yeah. found another place to go and For sure. just kind of like that could have wow yeah yeah it's interesting and I there was also an article that somebody passed around work the other day that was about it had something to do with the start time at offices and how the majority of people who are over, I want to say the age of 50, they um, their biological clocks are more wired to want to start at like 8 in the morning or 9 in the morning. And people who are like younger than that are, they just want to kind of get started a little bit later. Yeah. But it's the people who are the older age that are making all the decisions. 
And, and so, they don't understand. Yeah, and so it's just kind of... It's communication, man. It really is. We just gotta all understand each other. <laughs> it's unfair. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't really have any solutions to offer. No, sounds like. definitely no solutions. But, but there are things to think about. I, but, I, yeah, I think I've, I've, it's, it's like an internal thing that I'm thinking about, and I, I feel like... Especially as you, yeah, like, are looking into your next chapter. So oh, I thought you were going to say looking into my 50s. <laughs> You're not close to your you, 50s. Oh, I'm closer than yeah. you. When I when you said that about women or people in their 50s, I was like, does, does that mean that when I turn 50 that suddenly I'll be like 8 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I thought you already were a morning person, though. It's only because I sleep like shit. <laughs> oh, and also because I have those asshole cats. Yeah, your cats are always getting you up, for sure. Oh, Did Lord. I tell you that I started grinding their food? Why? What do you mean? Why? Like, they're, they're dry food? Yeah. Grinding it. In a mortar and pestle. So they don't have to chew? Yeah. Why don't they want to chew? I thought cats like to chew. Not the not the old one. She stopped chewing and she started throwing up, so now I've started grinding up her food. Is that working? Yeah. Dude. So she just, like, licks up her dry food? Well, it adds some water. Wow. So Why don't you just feed her wet food, it's then? It's a gruel. What's the difference? I don't know. Too rich or something? I don't know. Dude, intense. Let's let's end it with anyway. My okay, sad, my sad yep. story. Jenny's cats. We'll probably always end <laughs> every episode with something cat related. Jenny's cats. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> um, you have just listened to unsolicited the Jenny and Mary show. It's a podcast about mostly intelligent things on thoughts that may or may not matter, and. Um, yeah, we we love to hear you. Uh, Jenny and I are all on the social media channels. Uh, you can find me at artofwar.com. War is in W-O-R-E. It's kind of a fashion blog that's sort of evolving into more than that. Um, I'm also on Art of War on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And Jenny? Uh, Tumblr. Tumblr. Only 6.30, mm-hmm. all spelled out, all one word. And then on Instagram with that same handle. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see you on the internet. And thanks for listening. Next time, we'll be here. Bye. Bye.